Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. You are listening to Black History Unveiled with me, Amat Levine, the podcast where we spotlight pivotal moments, influential figures, and groundbreaking movements from black history, from the continent to the diaspora. As I mentioned in last week's episode about Aksum, what we now call Ethiopia is a region with an incredibly long history, and a place we'll return to many times over the course of this podcast. And we'll do it right now, in fact. This episode is about an Ethiopian prince whisked away to England under mysterious circumstances. Since then, a battle has been waged over his remains, with Ethiopia yearning for his return, a request staunchly denied by the British monarchy. The global movement for repatriating cultural relics has gained formidable momentum. This year, the U.S. agreed to return ancient artifacts smuggled from Turkey in the 1920s. And the pressure on the British Museum to return the 2,500-year-old Parthenon sculptures back to Greece has been mounting. Here in Sweden, the Museum of Ethnography has just returned its share of the Benin bronzes, stolen from present-day Nigeria by the British in the late 1800s. It is not only works of art sparking repatriation debates. Human remains, too, are being reclaimed. At the end of last year, Sweden agreed to repatriate the remains of 18 Sami individuals and have them reburied at a cemetery in the far north of Sweden. These skeletons had previously been exhumed in the name of racial biology in 1915. 
And this past June, Germany consented to return over 100 Maori and Moriori remains to New Zealand. Despite these successes, the repatriation movement still faces stiff resistance. The discussions can still become intense, downright infected. A recent clash involves the British royal family rejecting Ethiopia's pleas to return Prince Alamayo's remains, interred since 1879 in St. George's Chapel at Windsor Castle. The prince's father, Kasa Hailu, was the one who marked the end of the Zemene Mesafint, a period in Ethiopian history often translated to the Age of Princes. It was roughly a hundred years between the mid-18th and mid-19th centuries when provincial warlords warred among themselves for power. After triumphing over his rivals, Kasahaili was crowned emperor in 1855 under the name Theodros II. Theodros II's reign, though visionary, was marred by internal revolt. Being a Christian country, Ethiopia, or Abyssinia as it was called back then, was also threatened from outside by Muslims from the Ottoman Empire. Desperate for allies, he reached out to the British Queen Victoria, but his overture was met with silence. Outraged, Theodros imprisoned the British consul and several Western missionaries, prompting a massive British military response in 1868. The expedition was strategically complicated, and reaching the emperor's remote fortress was incredibly taxing. But armed with cutting-edge weaponry, the British force swiftly overcame Teodra's fortifications once they arrived at the stronghold. The emperor, choosing death over capture, committed suicide after releasing the captives. Before the fort was burned to the ground, extensive looting took place. Religious objects from tombs, jewelry from local women who survived the battles, and treasures from the emperor's collection were stolen. The British Museum's Richard Rivington Holmes was there himself and ensured that lots of valuable treasures were in the museum's possession. But the plunder wasn't limited to objects. Theodros's young son, Prince Alemayo, and the son's mother, Queen Tidderwork, were also taken to England. Their fate is the subject of journalist Andrew Heaven's book, The Prince and the Plunder, published in the summer of 2023. Some historians have described the prince and the queen being taken to England as outright kidnappings. Others have claimed that it was the emperor himself who asked the British to take his wife and children to avoid them being killed by rivals at home. Regardless, the queen died before they even reached the coast. Prince Alamayu, therefore, left Abyssinia alone under the care of British captain, explorer, and adventurer Tristam Speedy, who had participated in the expedition. As noted in Andrew Heavens's book, early British accounts largely ignored Alamayu. The prince mainly loomed in the background and was not given a voice. This account by artist and war correspondent William Simpson recalls Alamayas's unfamiliarity with European dining customs. It is a telling example of what I mean. Quote, 
This was a great change for the little fellow, as a European table and all its details were new to him. His fingers had been his knife and fork previously. He chanced to sit beside me on the first morning at breakfast, and I remember how I gave him his first lesson in manipulating bread and marmalade. He had not the faintest notion what to do with these articles when placed upon his plates. End quote. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Since we only have the written testimonies of others to go by, it is difficult to say how Alamayu experienced his situation. And as the quote I just read shows, the surviving testimonies are obviously colored by the biases of the time. One contemporary news article, for example, romantically claimed Alamayu's first words upon landing in England was, quote, Oh, this beautiful country, I shall never go back. End quote. But in The Prince and the Plunder, Andrew Heavens highlights another example, where a man, more than 70 years after the facts, sent a letter to Picture Post magazine recounting the moment he met Alamayu the first day the prince disembarked. In the submission, the man writes, quote, The little boy was six or seven years old, and I have wondered many times if he tried to carry out his awful threat. When he was a man, he would go back to Abyssinia and kill all the Englishmen who were so cruel to his father. End quote. This is also just one testimony, and verifying its veracity is impossible. But it is interesting how much it differs from what was stated in the news article. And somehow, this version feels more natural, or at least more human, that a boy who lost his parents and was also forced to accompany those who destroyed his home is not grateful, but instead dreams of one day taking revenge. In England, Queen Victoria took an interest in Prince Alamayo. He even got to meet her shortly after arriving in the country. He visited her at Osborne House, a former royal residence on the Isle of Wight in the English Channel, 
serving as a summer home for the queen. In her journal, the queen wrote, quote, Little Alamayo is a very pretty, slight, graceful boy of seven, with beautiful eyes and a nice nose and mouth, though the lips are slightly thick. His skin is a dark bronze, his hair, which has been shaved, is crisp and curly. There is nothing of the Negro about him. I kissed him, which he returned. He can say one or two words in English. End quote. Captain Speedy was then made the official caretaker of Prince Alamayo. For the trouble, Speedy received a juicy salary from the royal house. The prince was thus, in a sense, under the protection of the monarchy. Still, he was bereft of both his parents and his homeland. He accompanied Speedy to India for a time, but later it was decided that the prince should study in England. Despite royal patronage, Alamayo struggled with loneliness and alienation in his new environment. His life was a series of schools, guardians, and aristocratic appearances, where his heritage and skin color made him stand out. Naturally, it must have been traumatizing for a child to lose their parents and be torn from their home, and it seems to have affected him throughout his life. He is seen in many of the surviving photographs with a sad or distant look. In October 1879, he fell ill with pneumonia, and he died a month later, only 18 years old. Ethiopia's then-president called for the return of his remains in 2007, and since then it's become an ongoing plea. Now, Alamayas' descendants want the prince's remains back. His return would be of great symbolic and sentimental value. But from the British monarchy, the answer is the same, a firm no. According to the royal family, Alamayas' remains cannot be moved without disturbing other adjacent resting places at Windsor Castle. This stance has sparked dismay in some parts of Ethiopia, especially since there are other examples, like Princess Alice of Battenberg or Queen Marie of Yugoslavia, who have been exhumed from Windsor without issue. More than 150 years after he was taken from Ethiopia, Alamayu is still not home. But the royal family's stance is increasingly difficult to justify when so many others have become more cooperative in the question of repatriation. I'm sure the fight to get the prince back is far from over. Thank you for listening to this Minnesota of Black History Unveiled with me, Amat Levine. Remember that you are welcome to submit questions about the episodes or anything else for that matter, and I will answer them in future Minnesotes. As usual, you will find sources used, maps and pictures, ad-free episodes, and entire bonus episodes at patreon.com slash blackhistoryunveiled. This podcast will take a short break over the Christmas holidays, but I'll be back in the new year with a trilogy of episodes about the Haitian Revolution. I'll see you guys then. Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year to those of you who celebrate. Peace. Peace.